0: Listening to Inside Healthy Teams by Apricot Consulting, a series that draws on the experience of experts to unearth the principles of personal and team leadership. For more information, go to apricotconsulting.us. So welcome, everyone.
1: Welcome to our webinar. courtesy of Apricot Consulting, in partnership with our four amazing panellists today, and of course, Elmo, who we work closely with on a number of um, number of partnerships, and we love to do webinars with as well. So, we're really, really pleased to have you here today. I'm Lana Johnson. I'm part of the Apricot Consulting team. Of the, I'm the head of organisational health, learning and development, leadership development, and I've joined the team just recently. It's a pleasure to be here as part of the team, and we genuinely, genuinely care about actually making the world a better place through the work that we do. And we do that um, both through our um, uh, corporate social procurement, but also through the organisational development work we do with some incredible clients. So really glad to be here as part of the team. Uh, On the topic of succession planning in 2021, and we're going to explore what succession planning looks like beyond 2021 as well. So I'm really excited about this topic, um, really, really pleased. Thank you so much to our panellists um, for coming along and, and taking an hour and a half out of their day to share their experiences with all of us so that we can learn from that. Because uh, if any of you are aware that um, there is a great resignation that's happening at the moment and multiple studies that I've looked at and Joel just gave me another one from Elmo's own research, is that more 40% or more of people who are in the workforce are actually looking to switch jobs at the moment. So, if you don't think succession planning should be top of your agenda and in your strategy and part of what you need to put time and resources into, please think again and consider it seriously because it really is a fantastic strategy for keeping your particularly your high performers, those that are keen to continue to develop and grow in your business, keeping them engaged in your business. Um, and as Joel will share, you know, it is the question that's coming up even at interview stage today, which isn't, you know, that hasn't been what we've experienced in the past. You know, people are asking before they even come and get take the job, is will my career be be looked after? What are the opportunities available to me? So they're really looking for evidence that organisations are putting this first in terms of the employee experience but there's evidence that it's actually happening for them, for the career choices that they want to make. So, let me introduce um, our four amazing panellists. Uh, We are going to hear from Roz today. Roz is joining us from Domain. She is our People and Sustainability Officer at Domain Group. Welcome, Roz. It's wonderful to have you here as part Mm -hmm. of the group. And Um, You know, you've you shared with me, and you'll share when we go to the introduction and uh, the session on you um, about the change that you've gone through as an organisation and how you've had to come back to succession planning. Um, So, Roz, I'll be coming to you first when we get into uh, the the panel discussions, and look forward to hearing from you. One thing to know about Roz is she actually doesn't believe that Freedom Day really is Freedom Day. You're based in New South Wales, aren't you, Roz? Um, because the thing that she cares about is getting a ticket out of here and I asked her where she's keen to go uh, and I'm interested to see where our where attendees our audience wants to go um so Roz you know one thing I learned about you is that you've been to 79 countries and counting I mean that's incredible I think you'd actually start up a tourist tourism business and get into <laughs> getting to the travel industry you've got a great record there um and her freedom day will be when she can get a, as far away from Sydney as she can and Mm-hmm. and out into the world. So, um, And you've got your, your eyes set on something close, maybe Fiji maybe or Fiji. even as far as Iceland, if you can really get as far away as you like. So love to hear from everybody else in the chat. Where would you like to go once you get the golden ticket to get out of here? Where are you heading to? Well, welcome everyone. Here we are. And Roz, I'm really keen to hear from you. Welcome from Domain Group. Um, you know, when we chatted earlier, you talked about the change and transformation that you've really been through you've separated from Fairfax um, a couple of years ago and you've had to rebuild quite a lot of the capability in your business which of course means that um, succession planning uh, is part of what you're really rebuilding in the business now so firstly over to you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, your experience so that the audience knows how to draw on that in the Q&A as well. Yeah sure
0: thanks Lina great to be here hi everyone so I'll probably maybe go with four quick sentences about me, um, and that'll give you a flavor about who I am. Um, I'm not the radiographer that I thought I'd be. I failed university twice. I failed physics twice and I'm a university dropout. I then subsequently studied human resources and have been a mature age student and then into CSIRO, uh, Fairfax Media, but I also spent a year volunteering as an HR practitioner in Samoa um, at the Samoa Public Service overseas. I've had, in Fairfax Media, I had six jobs in about 11 years, and now I'm in the main group, everything from the manufacturing site of a printing um, press to the journalist in the newsroom to a massive change program where $500 million were taken out of Fairfax Media um, to now um, the spun out business of Domain, which is now a standalone business where I lead the people and sustainability function. And currently wearing the hat of the chief marketing officer until we fill that job. So that's me. So,
1: in all of your spare time amongst everything that you've done, what has been your experience of succession planning, either personally or as a leader in organisations, both good and bad? So, I think there's probably, let's go with the bad.
0: Um, The bad experience has been where people just focus on the boxes and what box someone is in and the nine box and everyone ends up in the middle box. And you're not actually using the information for good. It's just a data, waste of time data collection. So my my challenge always with any HR process, whatever uh, whatever you're doing with it, it needs to be aligned and linked to the strategy. And HR process for HR process sake is something that I never actually ever want to entertain when I lead um, a function. So it's the why, what's the problem we're trying to solve and why does it make sense? I think the other challenge or where it's happened badly is where leaders are not actually using the information in the right and the correct way. Uh, And so what they do with that that succession planning information is just um, try and, you know, manipulate it to a point where they can get some of their favourites in the top box um, and then they get to keep the favourites in the organisation potentially that they want and they don't actually critically um, assess the skills and capabilities of of the teams. So... I think succession planning when done badly like that is is of no benefit to an organisation, you're better off just not doing it. Where it's done well and where I've seen it done well is when you actually use it as a strategic tool for the company and you focus less on where someone sits in the box Uh, and it is more about what does this person bring to the organisation and and why are they critical and what skills and capabilities do they have that we need to keep into the future and how do we develop and motivate that individual so you actually use it as a mechanism for good um, with your key talent and then also take the opportunity to look at that talent and how you might move that talent around the organisation as well and different projects and and other things and, and different experiences that ultimately
1: Um, both the organisation and the individual get the benefit of it. So, Ros, if you are leading a group of leaders who are really running a succession planning um, process or strategy for their teams, or you could be in HR and facilitating the process with the organisation and you see some of those bad behaviours that you spoke of, either putting people in the middle or... Picking their favourites or whatever it might be, how do you tackle that and, and and avoid it if you can? Are there some things that you've put in place at Domain that have, you know, knowing yeah. what can go wrong, have actually prevented yeah. that or put put you know put the stops on it pretty quick if it's happened?
0: Yeah. So first of all, we don't have a nine box, so there is no middle middle box. We've gone for a two by two. Like there's a four, um. So it forces the conversation in terms of you know people have to drive the conversation that there isn't just always this middle option. So without the middle option, they can't pick it. It's not there. So um, in that in that sense, we, we don't do that. The other, um, the other thing as well is that we um, have really gone about um, looking at both the how and the what that people do, what they do and how they do it, and, and how we bring the values of domain into the conversation. So it's not just about whether or not the person delivered X amount of revenue or delivered X project, how did they actually go about delivering that? And is it aligned to the value? So you do actually have that that real conversation about the human as a whole person and what that whole person brings into the conversation what that whole person brings into the organization. And then in terms of how you actually do that ultimately or how we are trying to do that with our leaders. And we're early on in this journey to your point, we've had to rebuild the whole HR function within domain because we spun out from, from Fairfax in, in, at the end of 2017 and um, we got payroll in first because people want to get paid, other things come later. Um, but it's really about the facilitation process in terms of that conversation. So it becomes less about what blocks they're sitting in. Talk to us about the person, what they've done well, what they haven't done well, how they've operated. Do they have the potential to do more? Challenging their thinking, asking the right questions. Um, and then also, then what? So after we've had that conversation about the person, here are all the things. If 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 this person's sort of sitting in this basic area of um, working on growth, then what are the so what now conversations are you going to have from a coaching perspective to, to lift that person back into sitting and delivering the goods? Um and, and so those are the those are the things we focus on and it becomes less about you know exactly where they're sitting, but trying to really tie in as well the the behavior
1: side as well as the um, the how they go the, the what they're actually delivering so so what I think I understood is you'll take your leaders through understanding how to implement the succession planning process and a key part of that is the conversations that they have along the way and you mentioned the word coaching so is that is there a training that you do for leaders not just on the succession planning but also around how to coach
0: yeah so we have so we have a process where we are currently coaching them how to do succession planning and then at the same time we are, we are training them on how to actually have coaching conversations in the organisation. So determining where someone sits and whether or not they're a potential successor in a particular role, what are the gaps in their knowledge, so figure out what the gaps are and then figure out how you actually fill those gaps. Those gaps could be filled um, through experience, so different projects, it could be um, exposure, uh, it could be um, Expanding their role, um, and so it's trying to find off the back of that conversation from its and getting feedback from other leaders. And you know, when you do the sort of calibration work, what are the things that they see that this person needs to improve on? So, say for example, you know, we actually had one of these conversations last week. So, one piece of feedback was one person was quite passive in terms of they didn't engage in conversations and they they just expected someone to always come to them for information. And, and so maybe what they actually need to do is actually start building relationships across the organisation so they can actually go and get the information they need to be successful and not just wait. for. And that's a coaching conversation for the manager of that person who was sitting in the room to then go and have. And if the next time we come back and do the same group, that person's still demonstrating the same behaviour, then actually it's the manager who hasn't actually done their
1: job. And then it becomes a coaching conversation for that manager that they didn't actually do the coaching that was required. So, I'm getting a sense that there's a fairly high level of accountability that's built into With your price. process. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. So, the good thing for you, in a way, Roz, is that you've had to sort of rebuild it from scratch. So, you've been able to take all your experience in the past and lessons learned and successes and then bring it into this. And I know that you're, you know, like you said, it's it's in development and we're still doing it, we're implementing it, we've got managers are learning when you think ahead and think about what does succession planning really need to look like beyond 2021 for Domain, what is it that you're going to, What you know, what direction are you taking it in for this to really be successful for you and for your leaders?
0: So I think for me, it's about focusing on not every single role in the organisation. So really honing in on the key ones that make sense um, that we absolutely know that we'll need into the future. So I guess a future skills assessment, for want of a better word, to really make sure we may not do succession planning for every single job um, because jobs will disappear. I actually think more broadly succession planning needs to move more to what are the what are the critical skill sets and capabilities that you need in the organisation um, rather than always just focusing in on a role because focusing in uh, on a role is actually starts to narrow your focus. So what we will be trying to do is capture that that broader lens um, into the future from a from a skills and capability perspective, and trying to forecast what the organisation needs to deliver on its strategy, and then we either have those capabilities and skills internally or we don't, and if we don't, then we need to go and buy them, or then we need to build them. So it's the build buy kind of um, challenge and conversation around sort of talent, and and so. It's not that every role isn't important in the organisation. It's about more about what are the roles that are actually going to give us the step change that we need to build um, uh, to take d- domain into sort of from a future growth perspective and how does that line up with our strategy and the and the deliverables that um, the executive
1: have for their, for their teams uh, moving forward. Fantastic. And you answered another question I had, which was how do you know you talked about it being a strategic tool? How do you link succession planning back into strategy to make sure it's helping the business uh, achieve its future vision? And you've just explained that so beautifully. Thank you so much, Ross. Wonderful you're to have you here. Welcome. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Inside Healthy Teams by Apricot Consulting. We hope you found it helpful. And if you did, it would help us if you could rate and review this episode on your podcast platform and subscribe for more episodes. For more information, go to apricotconsulting.us.